Hear that? Believe it or not, summer is just around the corner. Luckily, Armorall, America's most trusted auto appearance brand, has what your car needs to get that perfect summer shine. Plus, now through May 31st, we'll give you $5 for every 20 you spend on Armorall products. That means car wash pods, protectant, tire shine, you name it. Find out how to get your $5 rebate at armorall.com. Armorall, less work, more clean. Terms apply. Listen, I know your hair, if it's prematurely going away and you might miss it, it's not It's not a lot of fun. Let's be honest about it. It's a, it's a process that guys go through. Guys lose their hair and it's something that, you know, over time you wind up thinking about more and more often. You see the hair that falls out in the sink and, you know, when you see that though, do something about it. You don't have to wait around until it all falls out and then try to staple a rug to your head anymore. That's not the, where we are. Uh, Keeps has clinically proven FDA-approved hair loss treatments that are available online. So whether you're looking to prevent hair loss or stimulate hair growth or take better care of the hair that you have, your Keeps medical provider can help you find the right products and develop a personalized hair loss system that's right for you. And it's really easy. Uh, No waiting in pharmacies, doctor's offices. Keeps just sends it right to your door at about half the cost you'd get uh, from the pharmacy. So why not do this? Uh, Do something as soon as you know try to do something about it keeps can help you keeps.com slash save 50 percent off your first order k-e-e-p-s.com slash save it's keeps.com slash save kind of fun uh representative catherine clark a democrat talking about how her middle child was so horrified about climate change she had nightmares about it we'll tell you about that and a lot more uh disney is closing one of their rides because racism uh that and lots more coming up in 60 seconds since you're listening to this program you're obviously one of the best americans that exist well, I'm also probably willing to bet a decent amount of money that you work pretty hard for what you have. Uh, you've probably been fiscally responsible. You've probably saved money when you can. You've probably not lived beyond your means. You've probably kept an eye on the economy. And if you do all those things, you know that right now, things aren't looking so great for the U.S. dollar. It's all the more reason why you should be investing a portion of your portfolio into precious metals and building that hedge against insanity. You know, you got to do your own homework, but like you really need to do your own homework because I don't know how much more time there is before all this stuff really goes off a financial cliff. No one does. Goldmine is continuing their self-directed IRA promotion right now. New orders are eligible to receive up to $50,000 in free promotional medals for qualifying orders. Give them a call, 866-GOLDLINE. 
or go to goldline.com. If you complete a new IRA application or transfer in the month of December, Goldline will send you a signed copy of Glenn's holiday classic, The Immortal Nicholas. Really cool. As a thank you for supporting The Blaze and Goldline. It's a great story, and uh, it's something that's really important to look into. Do your own homework and talk to Goldline, 866-GOLDLINE, or go to goldline.com. I love The Immortal Nicholas. Really? Yeah, that's it's great. probably my favorite book uh, that Glenn has written. Really? Really good. Yeah, yeah love it's, it. You know, it's, love it. It's, uh, he's written a few <clears throat> fiction books over mm-hmm. the years. Uh, many of them have been very, very successful. That one sort of stood the test of time, though. Yeah, because it's not fiction. That's what really happened. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. I didn't know that. Yeah. Wow. Mm. That was really weird, Stu. Yeah, it was. It was really weird weird that you would Mm -hmm. call that fiction. Mm. Huh. It was in the fiction section at the Well, that was a mistake. Who put it in the the fictional section? That's just wrong. Mm -hmm. That's just wrong. Um, Representative Catherine Clark, incoming House Minority Whip, claimed on Sunday that one of her kids... Awakened from nightmares over climate change. Do we have that? I think we, I think we have that. Uh, but they've clip. also given us a model to become our own leaders. And let me tell you what it means to to me coming in as a different generation. I remember my middle child waking up with nightmares mm-hmm. over concern around climate change. <laughs> I mean, if that's true, whose fault is that? Right, it, hers. Probably mm-hmm. the I, the school she was sending him to the the fact that they get that propaganda at school every day of their lives and the fear mongering that has been done by the left has freaked children out. I mean, if totally. that's true that she actually had nightmares about climate, I think it. I, I, I don't think know it if probably it's true in is. her case. Of course, I but don't know. It's probably true for a lot of kids. My, Michael Schellenberger talked about this. You know, he wrote a book called Apocalypse Never, which is right. a great book. I know you've talked to him love about it. it as well. Yeah, it's love an it. Awesome book, and he, you know, he's a big time environmentalist. He was uh, very liberal. Won all sorts of awards for his mm-hmm. environmental leadership and activism. Mm-hmm. And, you know, kept looking at this and then eventually got to the point where he said, wait a minute, a lot of this stuff isn't true. Here's what is true. And he has great, like, if you care about mm-hmm. the climate at all, I, I can't recommend that book enough. But I asked him, like, well, why'd you write it? Like, it's got to be hard, right, to go through. You, you have this reputation built yeah. as, a, and as an environmentalist. You have all these friends on that side of the aisle. Yep. Why write a book that tells the truth about climate change and puts things in perspective? Why would you do that? Good and question. his answer was... That his daughter's friends, he saw what was going on with his daughter's friends, and his mm-hmm. daughter's friends were literally, as he as he pointed out, terrified of climate change. They were convinced. Well, they'd been told they're good. It's yeah. the Earth is going to last for ten years. They were convinced that's how they would die. Oh man! And Jeez. so, like, imagine mm, what that is doing to a teenage girl who's already right. gone dealing with God only knows what. Right. You know, uh, he, he's like, you know, I, I, of course, talked to my daughter about it. And so she was not uh, down that road. But a lot of her friends were. And if you think about just the life of a t- you know, the, t- the teenage uh, life of a teenage girl is, is not not is a lot going on there. Right. Like, you know, high school and boys and, you know, all the mm-hmm. other stuff that goes on trying mm-hmm. to to make it through that era. For every kid, boy or girl, is difficult. You know, add on the Greta Thunberg approach. 
we're all going to die from climate change. We should all be acting right now. This is the most terrible thing that could ever happen. Oh, my God, people are dying all over the place. And then the media not only takes Greta Thunberg and, uh, and, and takes her claims seriously, but promotes her. So that she is yeah. influencing generations of other kids to be As terrified. If she's some kind of expert, right? Yeah, she she's nothing. not. There's nothing about this. Yeah, and she's a right. kid, kid with lots of issues. The family has tons of issues. You put this. Yeah. You know, it's like you know, we put you put someone like that in the spotlight, and you're risking all sorts of things. And she's done real damage right, to, to to kids. Kids believe this stuff now. Well, the damage was originally done to her, and mm-hmm. now she's doing it to others. Yep. Because it was her parents who got her off on this freak train to begin with. Oh, yeah. I think it was the second show I did on Stu Does America. The show's been going on for three years now, by the way. Mm -hmm. Three years of Stu Does America. And I think it was the second episode of the show was about Greta's uh, parents. And just (laughs) went through. First of all, there's some really funny stuff. And it's a weird cast of characters. (laughs) Let's put it that way. But... Yeah, I mean, they, they did. They put they put their kids. We put her. You know, who's she? Obviously, has emotional problems, right? Like, yeah. the, I mean, she has emotional yeah. and plus, isn't she? She's uh, she's all sorts of struggles. Yeah, you know, when yeah. it comes to just day to day life, autistic maybe, yeah, possibly. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't I don't remember all mm-hmm. the details of it, but I, I you know she's dealing with a lot, and to, to put her in this to, to to praise this idiocy that she's talking about and bring to the the public and now there's kind of been this movement okay all right we're all we're all set i guess we're all set now with the greta thing you know she hasn't been getting all the press lately i don't know if you've noticed this she seems to be fading away she's getting too old she's no longer the cute little kid Mm -hmm. now she's like you know a a teenager they want to ignore she's been critical of some of the wrong people right like you know she look she legitimately believes she's going to die from this this is real to her yes and so the when when the the power players in the Democratic Party and on the left use her, they use her to win elections, to get control of the economy, for all of these other reasons. Mm-hmm. She really believes it. Of course, she was a child, so she probably believed lots of other things that weren't true, but she believes it. So now she's started to criticize people on the left, and now now they don't want to promote her anymore, and they don't want her in front of. <laughs> Up front of the cameras as much. But they're not doing what she thinks needs to be done. Right. And that's stopping all like CO2 le- Legitimately somehow. and just stopping the economy stop in co- its tracks. economy and, and stop industry. She And, and when people say like, hey, uh, we, can, we can build solar panels and that will grow our economy. And she correctly calls that out as nonsense. Mm-hmm. No, you can't. <laughs> no, you can't. If you want to do it's this, not enough. we got to shut down the economy Everything. completely. And, and yeah, there's yeah. going to be lots of economic pain, but we need to, or yeah. else I'm going to die, right. is her point. Now, she's not correct about the conclusion there, but she's correct that you can't do it the way, this happy-go-lucky way that left promotes. Ah, we'll just create some new jobs. We'll just make social, solar panels here. Everyone will have clean energy. Go out and buy an electric car. It's no big deal. And what's amazing is that sometimes they admit that. Yeah. Sometimes they say, yeah, the Paris Accords, but it's just all symbolic. Wait, what? <laughs> you want everybody to abide by the Paris Accords, but it was all symbolic? Yeah, that won't, that won't be enough. Oh, uh, okay, well, what will be enough? Shutting down our, our society. That's what the end goal is of this. To just to bring the United States of America to its knees so that everybody else in the world can catch up to it. That's the only way they'll catch up to us is if we shut everything down. 
Right. Because uh, we're too far ahead of them. It's legitimately what they want to happen. I mean, look, it this is. is a bigger movement than as everybody on earth freaking knows. It's, this is not about, it's not about the, uh, the, the climate. I mean, the Elon Musk is the ultimate example of this. They said forever we have to go to electric cars. Mm-hmm. They said we must go to electric cars. We have to. It's going. It's the greatest existential threat we've ever seen in our entire lives. This is. We, we absolutely must do this at any cost. Mm-hmm. It's. A, we are all going to die. Millions of people are going to die in Bangladesh if we don't do something about this. And then he said, "You know, maybe we should have free speech." You're like this guy's the devil. <laughs> yeah, sure. He built the electric car company. That's a, and he's building spaceships to escape the the uh, escape the planet in case global warming really hits us. And he's building, uh, you know, a technology that can help uh, AI that would help scrub the atmosphere of carbon. And all of these incredible projects he's working on. But he said conservatives should be able to tweet that they like low taxes. So he's Satan. I mean, has there ever been a more clear example? They don't care about the climate at all. None of this means anything to them. It's mm-hmm. all BS. And especially <clears throat> since they know full good and well, just like we do, that the electric car, by the way, is not an answer for our problems. The electric car, with all the mining you have to do, with all of the preparation to build the car, right. with everything that comes together and that stinking battery that's in the car... Worse for the environment than carbon-oriented cars. I mean, it is not the answer. No. I mean, I should, at all. I should tweet this at Studios America if you want to follow it. I'll tweet it later <laughs> on today. But there's a I, – I, I watched a TED Talk from an environmentalist. And, you know, TED Talks are – you can always get into them. You know, mm-hmm. I don't care what the topic is. So I clicked on it, and the guy's talking about electric cars. And I'm like, oh, this will be interesting. Let's see what he has to say. I think I, I saw this too. Yeah. I like mm-hmm. watching sometimes – the other you, know, you want to watch the other side you understand what mm-hmm. their arguments are are they good are they bad what's the evidence they have and but he was surprising this one went the other way yeah. yeah he was yep. like you know what actually it's not time for electric cars we're not ready for them <laughs> yeah. uh, and he goes through They're harmful to the environment he shows the details on it and i depending on you know there's a bunch of different variables he outlines but it's something like over a hundred thousand miles of driving an electric car before you even break even and that's if you have, uh, if you're fine driving a, an electric car that only goes, you know, 120 miles, which most people aren't. I mean, most mm-hmm. people don't want, to, they want a longer range one, like some of the cool cars that Elon Musk has built uh, can go a lot farther than that. and certainly very fast. Yep. And, you know, you go down that road and you're, you, you never, you never make it up. And the electric, the, the, the regular, his point eventually he gets to is like, I think for the environment, hybrids are a good answer. He's like, I think hybrids are much better for our the, the amount of technology okay. we have right now yeah. because you can save some, but still make it you know useful for people, and you don't have the cost of all the batteries. You you have a much smaller amount of battery. Right, they, those two technologies are a together. big deal. Yeah, That's it's a, a big, big deal. problem. Yeah, but like you know, it is true. There has been tons of research on this at this point, and it's it's kind of a j- joke, right? Mm-hmm. It's kind of a joke. Honestly, yeah. and the, if you believe this, it, seriously, they've been telling us this is the most important thing in the world for decades. And the guy comes along with his own money and builds a company <laughs> that, that does 30, 40 years of advancement in this field. Mm-hmm. 
without them really having to touch it other than some generous government subsidies that were involved we should know but still he did most of the most of this work himself and the he said i want to keep my company open during covid and i don't really like masks and they're like holy crap this guy's satan we should we should excommunicate him from society <laughs> Wait, and they're trying to they're trying to they really are it's it's amazing to watch and to this representative who talks about the nightmares of her middle child, uh, I love the Joe Bastardi response on Twitter. If this is true, then it's because someone is guilty of child abuse. Given life has never been better on planet Earth, tell your middle child <clears throat> we're in a climate optimum with one one hundred twelfth the amount of death per capita from climate as 1930. I love that. I mean, people don't. Mm. People have no idea about these statistics. They just buy what is sold to them all the time uh, by the left. Thank God and fossil fuels, he said. And that is, I mean, so true and so accurate. And we've talked about it. You know, people don't. People aren't starving on this planet the way they once were when it was a little bit colder on this planet, because it's warm enough to grow more food, which seems. Kind of like a good thing uh, to some people. Uh, 888-727-BECK. More coming up in one minute. So last Christmas, you made the My Slippers from MyPillow, their number one selling product. And that's saying a lot. Uh, My Slippers are great. They have the four-layer design that you don't get with other slippers. And it makes them so comfortable and durable. Plus, you can wear them anywhere you want to, any time of day. I mean, I love slippers. And you want to wear slippers around any time of day, that's that's the life. That's how you get to the right life right there. When you can show up at work in slippers, that's when you know you've nailed life. Um, MyPillow products are fantastic. They work. Uh, they come with a 10-year warranty. And now during the season, they're extending their 60-day money-back guarantee. Orders placed between now and Christmas will have their money-back guarantee extended through March 1st, 2023. You won't need that money-back guarantee, but hey, it's there if you do. Just go to MyPillow.com, click on the radio listeners square, save $90 on the original My Slippers. It's only $49.98 a pair, and then you enter a promo code BECK or call 800-966-3117 for a great offer, a great gift as well. These won't last long. Order them now. It's MyPillow.com. The code is BECK. 10 seconds, station ID. It was lovely, Stu. Thank you very much. Thank you for oh. regaling us with your vocal talents. I'd like to serenade the audience around yeah. Christmas. It was really good. They really love it. Mm-hmm. They ask for it all the time. <laughs> Do and, they? Yeah. Oh, okay. There's been a lot. There's I'd like a, to see some of those uh, communiques. Well, you know, it, they were all mm. tweets and Elon must deleted them. Oh, that bad. Jerk. <sighs> you Why? Know? Well, like, he didn't it's want the truth Satan, to be out there. Right? He didn't want the truth to be out there. <laughs> all right. Uh, well, the truth of things is that uh, Splash Mountain needs to go away at Disneyland, finally. Disney World. Finally, somebody's saying it's finally somebody's doing it. It's been around since 1989. This racist ride at uh, their all their theme parks, and they are closing it permanently. Finally, on January 23rd. Whew. How many people have died because of Splash Mountain? You know, just the horror of how racist it is. Oh, okay. Not from like the actual no, fall. No, not from like the actual fell fall. Out. No, well, nobody's died right. from that okay. that I know of. Mm-hmm. 
But you got to believe hundreds, if not thousands, have died because of the horror when they realize it's based on Song of the South. I had no idea it was based on Song of the South until this story came out. I know. It's just a freaking ride where you go down a hill and splash in water. That's what it is. No one cares that it has anything to do with Song of the South. No, right. right? That's exactly right. Uh, So fans of the ride created their own petition and gathered about 100,000 signatures saying, hey, uh, please don't end Splash Mountain. And they're going to anyway. Now, Splash Mountain itself never included depictions of slaves or any racist elements. <laughs> and it's based solely on historical African folk tales that families of all ethnicities have been enjoying for nearly a century. So it wasn't racist in any way. It it actually really wasn't based on Song of the South because they didn't do anything Song of the Southish that was, you know, bad in it. I mean, I, th- I think some of the language and, and maybe the, the treatment of minorities in Song of the South, you know, it doesn't fit, certainly, with what's going on today. But that wasn't included right. in the ride. Right. The ride really had nothing to do with <clears throat> that part of it Had nothing to do with all. it. It's a bunch of rabbits and yeah. foxes. It was what my recollection of They basically cheaply branded this ride <clears throat> with, with a, a popular right. movie at the time, right? Like, they were yes. just like, hey, well, Song of the South, people like that. Right. Let's uh, let's pop. Let's call it a Song of the South ride. But it wasn't. It was just a broad a water ride. And in 1989, <laughs> you you could do that because we weren't as sensitive as we are now. Now we're just. I mean, we can't handle anything. No, so. we really can't handle anything. And like you know, we we get to this point where. Every, there was, I think, Mindy Kaling is the uh, was the person who recently said this, but she was on The Office uh, as well as Steve Carell, of course. Steve Carell said this before. You can't even make The Office now. Here's one of the greatest shows of oh. all time. They think you couldn't. They think you could not. She said it wow. now too. Um, wow. Steve Carell said it years ago. You couldn't do it, and th- th- you wow. know, it's sad that you it couldn't is. do it. Right? It is like, like one of the greatest television shows of all time. How much do we have for one minute? We should come back and talk about this a little bit because okay. I'm I'm fascinated by by this because I, I love The Office. I love it, and you know people say, well, too. after Steve Carell really left, good. it sucked. Honestly, still Not, really good. Yeah. It wasn't as good, of yeah. course. I think that's true. But it, but was it was still good. Still, it was one of those shows that you'd be like, well, it's just not as good. If you compare it to the first few seasons when Steve Carell is on there, right? Mm-hmm. It, you, you are correct. And then do another thing, though. Compare it to the other shows on television. <laughs> yeah. And then you're like, holy crap, this is a great show. Yeah. It really was, even to the end, really, really funny and, and had, you know, it's, it's great moments. Um, but so much of it now would need to be deleted. They, I mean, they yeah. have deleted some yeah, of it, but... It's I, amazing. I'll tell you about a couple moments from this, and, and Mindy Kaling's comments uh, coming up as well. 888-727-BECK is the phone number. It's Pat and Stu for Glenn, who is uh, out sick today. Unfortunately, we wish him well. Uh, you know, I mean, not with our full hearts, but a, a little bit. a third? Maybe a third of our hearts. Of we wish him well. The Glenn Beck Program. All right, you twisted freak. Let me tell you about Relief Factor. Doug wrote in. He said, I've gotten to the point where I could no longer walk, let alone hike more than a mile without sitting down. Jeez, Doug, that's pretty good. I could, I, I'm getting to the point where I can barely walk to the refrigerator with having, without having to sit down. Anyway, he said, 
So after I started taking Relief Factor, I've been able to hike normally with no problems at all. You know what hiking is? Walking. Except it's walking up a mountain where nobody put a trail because nobody ever wants to walk there. Oh, my gosh. Hiking. Anyway, pain is completely gone, he says. Thank you so much, Relief Factor. Oh, what am I, chopped liver here, Doug? Go to Relief Factor and find your relief now. ReliefFactor.com. Get a trial pack. Three-week. Three-week quick start. Just try it. ReliefFactor.com. 1-800-4-RELIEF. 1-800-THE-NUMBER-4-RELIEF. ReliefFactor.com. Feel the difference. Get the best Christmas presents for the holidays at glenbeckmerch.com. The code is GLEN20. You'll save 20%. It's Pat and Stu for Glenn today. I am Pat Gray. You can hear uh, and see Pat Gray Unleashed right immediately before this show, live, Blaze Radio TV, or anytime uh, on podcast. You got to wait clear till eight o'clock at night to see Stu Does America. Yeah. But it's worth it. Yep. And you can get it on podcast as well. And Stu Does Power Hour. If you don't know what that is, check it out. Stu Does Power Hour.com. It's coming up on Friday. It'll be a very fun show, which you can check out on our YouTube channel, which is youtube.com slash Stu Does America. Or uh, you don't have to wait until eight. You could see it anytime on podcast as well, right? Yeah. You could. You could hear mm-hmm. it on podcast. Yes, mm-hmm. that's true. Um, yes. So. This situation going on with Mindy Kaling of The Office. She was, uh, of course, uh, Kelly on The Office. Uh, you would hmm. re- remember okay. her. Yep. Kind of the mm-hmm. uh, bubbly, um, sometimes idiot uh, <laughs> in, yeah. in The Office who was uh, constantly obsessed with uh, hooking up with uh, her on and off boyfriend. Okay, yes. So uh, she, she's also like is a very accomplished, you know, actor and also like producer and writer she wrote a lot of the most famous office episodes she's like you know i didn't know she wrote any of them yeah she did she's one of them Mm. yeah she wrote a a bunch of the big ones and she's also went on to to, to produce other shows and has you know a really big career she says uh this about the office she says the office just couldn't be made today why that show is so inappropriate now she said (laughs) The writers, who I'm still in touch with now, we always talk about how so much of that show probably couldn't we couldn't make now. Tastes have changed, and honestly, what offends people has changed so much now. Yeah. And I think that's actually one of the reasons the show is popular, because people feel like there's some kind of fearless, uh, something kind of fearless about it, or taboo, that it talks about on the show. And I think there's two ways to make a comment like that, right? Like, there's a, the way of, Steve Carell made this comment, that's very similar one years ago, where he said, you know, look, I just don't think they would make it. I don't think it would get greenlit. I don't think we could do half Was the stuff. Was he lamenting that fact? Right. Is or? it lamenting? Or is it, thank God, because we've yeah. now made brave right. changes to embrace all of the LGBTQ, whatever, you know, whatever, yeah. whatever sentence and series of abbreviations you go into after saying something like that mm-hmm. is the typical way mm-hmm. this goes. Now, Kaling's definitely liberal. I mean, Carell is oh. liberal. Mm-hmm. Everybody in Hollywood is liberal, right? Just about. We, we basically know that. Mm-hmm. Um, now, Carell in 2018, they talked about potentially doing a reboot of the series, and Carell said, I'll tell you, no. The, <laughs> sh- <laughs> the show is way more popular now than it was on the air, and I just can't see it being the same thing, and I think most folks would want to do the same thing, but it wouldn't be. Ultimately, it was probably left best to leave 
um, well enough alone and just let it exist as what it was. It's really sad. Carell continued, mm. you'd literally have all the same writers, the same producers, the same directors, the same actors, and even with all those components, it still wouldn't be the same. But I love the show. It was the most exciting time. These people are my friends, blah, 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 blah. However, he talked about how it was not, just content-wise wouldn't exist. And I'll give you an example of this. There's a there's a, a podcast called Office Ladies, which is hosted by Pam from The Office. <laughs> Get a, these people's <laughs> yeah. names. Who knows? And mm-hmm. Angela from The Office. Those okay. are the two hosts of it. Mm-hmm. And they go through and they do an episode-by-episode episode recap and talk about behind-the-scenes stuff and all the things that went on. And I don't know. They're, they're very pleasant people, generally, and yeah. likable people. And it's like you can listen to 100 podcasts a day like we do, right? We do podcasts a day talking about the news and there's a lot there to just, you just feel terrible about. And it's like nice to remember a show that I really liked and two people that I like talking about things that I like, you know? And it's like, Mm -hmm. it feels, it's like a, it's like, I I really like it. It's just enjoyable to listen to. Anyway, so they were talking about an episode (laughs) from The Office, which I do remember, and there's one storyline in the office in this particular episode where Steve Carell is trying to hook up or date uh, a woman. They, I think they meet in a bar and, and her, him and Dwight meet these two Asian women in a bar. Mm-hmm. And I guess they're friends or something. And the plot line is Steve Carell can't tell them apart. So he, they go to the bathroom and they come back and he can't remember which that one he would was be a with. Problem, right? Mm-hmm. He can't remember which one he was with. Jeez. He can't tell them apart. <laughs> so at, we go. It escalates. It escalates, and he doesn't know what to call one of them. He doesn't know which one to sit next to. It's like a very awkward, very office moment. Yeah, and it it, it kind of. Uh, crescendos to the point where he takes a magic marker and marks one of their arms so he can remember which one he's with. <laughs> is very, very offensive in yeah. a way. In a way, if you're not an adult, if you can't think for yourself, it's yeah. offensive. Yes. And here's the thing: was the point of that storyline all Asians look alike, or? Was the point of that storyline that Steve Carell is a Neanderthal and yes, uh, is a, and of course that's the point. That's the point. Yes. It's making fun of people right. who would go through this thought process. Yes. Right. It's making fun of not Asian people for looking alike, but Steve Carell for being an idiot in this role. Yeah. It's always mm-hmm. sunny in Philadelphia. Still does this to this day. And they they do all sorts of things. They've had episodes. Pulled. Is this still running? Still running. It's the longest wow. live action running sitcom in history. No. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> Every time so I say only that, I, I question it. But yes. by The Simpsons. Maybe? The Simpsons. Yeah, The Simpsons. It's but it's animated. They, they do say the live huh. action thing, and I think too, wow. it hasn't had as many episodes certainly that's as other amazing. sitcoms. But it's been still airing for a very long time. Wow. And so, like, they've had episodes. For, there's an, a, a famous episode where um it's called d day um which is focused on the character d and d is a you know she's someone who wants to be very famous and she has these really uh, bad characters and the f- the point is she's very shallow and she wants she thinks she's really good at being hilarious and a comedian and she's not and so she has these terrible characters she tries to bust out and many of them are based on really sh- just shoddy racial stereotypes mm-hmm. right and they're not even like they're just awful like it, the point is that these people are shallow and moronic and bad people 
dealing with things in bad ways. But are and they you still doing it? Mock they're them st- and laugh at them. They're still they're, doing that kind of stuff. They are still doing that kind of stuff, but that episode in particular was pulled because oh. at one point she darkens her skin, mm. and that was called blackface and yeah. blah, blah, blah. You know how that thing goes. Yep. Now, it's always sunny in Philadelphia. South Park can get away with this stuff at some level. They're, they're deep cable shows, right? These are yeah. not network shows. The yeah. Office, I don't think you could get away with it at this point. But um, uh, anyway, the, the, uh, the Office ladies episode I was talking about got to the point where they're talking about this episode where Steve Carell tries to date the, the Asian woman, can't tell them apart, marks them with a, a, a marker. <laughs> and, and again, I really like both of these women talk. Like, they're, I really like this podcast. Yeah. But, like, they talk about it like, like you know, I'm, I'm ashamed that we did this. Oh, jeez. I'm ashamed oh my gosh. that we, 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 ta- we, we indulged these stereotypes. And they have this, like, moment of regret about these jokes. And, like, even at the time, we felt uncomfortable. And I just this was wrong it was wrong and they had, it's really it's the only time i've really heard them do this type of thing it's mm-hmm. why it stands out to me but it's like stop stop it yeah stop it, it there was nothing wrong with mock mock mocking in this i mean like we have shows that mocked hitler's germany mm-hmm. hogan's heroes the producers we mm-hmm. mocked not the Holocaust. And you know, one of the reasons why everyone outside of Kanye West and whatever room he's in seems to agree on the Holocaust. One of the reasons why it's been so shunned by society is because of that mockery. We were all able to come yeah. together and say, this is a completely ridiculous thing. Yep. And let's all mock it and, and ridicule those views. That mm. was something society used to do well. Now we all are terrified of it. And you know, the other thing is that the office ran till 2013. Okay, so it went from 05 yeah. to 13. So we have changed so much yeah. as a society so quickly. It's not even 10 years yeah. since that went off the air, and you couldn't do it today. That shows just uh, the light speed that we're changing. Yeah, uh, Pat, th- this is a great thing. I just, uh, a great example of this. It's always sunny in Philadelphia. I just mentioned it. They've had several issue, uh, episodes pulled from their catalog. You can't, if you go to Hulu or wherever it's playing, it's based, just not these episodes there. won't be there because yeah. there's something in there was too offensive, supposedly. One of the episodes that got pulled is from like season 13 or 14 of the show. They're only on like season 15 or 16. So wow. like, wow, it was just a couple of seasons ago where this was all Jeez. approved yeah, maybe By, 2019 or 2020-ish. Yeah, maybe it, was, maybe it was 2018. It was somewhere right around there. And they pulled the episode, and it's just it's like one of the more recent seasons. This is nuts. not even going now from things that happened in 2005, and we update what we're thinking, and we get nervous, and we pull Splash Mountain rides because of Song of the South. Mm-hmm. This is stuff that, like was approved by corporate boards two years ago. Right. And now we're at deeming too too offensive for people to even view and judge for themselves. Outrageous. Completely ridiculous. Outrageous. 888-727-BECK. We got to share this um, Rachel Levine ah. uh, clip with you because it's fantastic. And she is spicy. Oh, man. There's no doubt about that. Oh, wow. We so beautiful. Th- we're saying things currently that will get this episode pulled, but man, is she spicy. Yeah, that's for sure. Uh, more coming up. What a world. How hard is it to plan for the future? Well, if you're doing it right, the answer is pretty hard. 
Not only do you have to learn how to live within your means, and that can be pretty hard, especially when you're young and people are practically throwing credit at you, but you also have to learn when and where you can save money throughout the year. And that's not always the most obvious thing in the world either. If you're fiscally responsible and you're a homeowner, I want to give you the mortgage consultants over at American Financing uh, to reference and talk to, because if you give them a call today, they're going to save you money. You can make the job of figuring out where you can save money month after month so much easier. And you could be saving hundreds of dollars per month, around $700 on average. I, th- I mean, if you think about how much that would actually mean to uh, the everyday family, if you're, I mean, honestly, it might just wipe out some of this Biden inflation, right? You go through this period where you're spending more for everything else. At least this can help equal that out. For over two decades, American Financing has been helping people just like you find ways to make their finances work for them. Please do yourself a favor. Call them today. American Financing, 800-906-2440. 800-906-2440. Or go to AmericanFinancing.net. It's AmericanFinancing.net. American Financing, NMLS, 182334. www.nmlsconsumeraccess.org. This is the Glenn Beck Program. All right, we're going to get into uh, this Rachel, uh, Rachel Levine situation. But first, Stu just found an interesting stat that oh. we were talking about from the climate change situation. Yeah, you mentioned what, the Paris Accord. I, I yeah. meant to look this up. Uh, if the Paris Accord... The Paris Accord is just symbolic. That's really what they'll, they'll admit it. And of course, yeah. it's true. Um, if, if the climate impact uh, of all the um, indicated cuts in carbon mm-hmm. uh, it actually it all went through... Uh, all countries do everything they're supposed to. Which, of course, we know is not going to happen. But all countries do everything they're supposed to, to right. the T. Uh, it would save, in th- if everything is right, all the science is right, no margin of error, everything, they nail it exactly, it would save us 0.048 degrees Celsius by 2100. <laughs> 48 one-hundredths of a degree by 2100. Thus saving the planet. Right? No. No. 48 oh, one okay. thousandths of a degree. Oh, yeah. 48 one thousandths. Right. Not 48 one hundredths. It's not a half of a half of a degree here. We're talking about 0. 0.048 oh degrees. That is uh, outrageous. So anyway, just Amazing. to bring that up. But speaking of science, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's like scientifically proven that Rachel Levine, uh, Admiral Levine, is uh, perhaps the most beautiful woman on the planet and she had some things to say about science and here's what she said so i encourage all of you to think of yourselves as ambassadors to your communities okay ambassadors for science ambassadors for compassion Uh and ambassadors for care these conversations don't have to be limited or restricted to a medical setting offered yourselves Mm -hmm. as informational resources not just for youth but for school teachers, principals, school boards, professional organizations, recreation centers, Mm. county commissioners, and others who would benefit from this information and your perspective. Please proactively seek opportunities to speak about what you know. Our task is to educate the public in as many forms as possible. And we need to have these conversations that question the assumptions that are underlying today's attacks on trans people. Pushing back the veil of ignorance demands this extra effort 
And this is a this Veil is the challenge before ignorance. our profession. Okay, here for it is. almost forty years now, almost forty. I have years. considered an honor to be a doctor. Okay, I believe in our role as healers. I believe in our role as truth tellers. Truth tellers. And the truth that we hmm. need to confront now is that is? medicine and science are being politically perverted around this country. Are they? It destroys human lives. Good and word. We have reached a tipping point for the role in medicine and civic life, for the health and well-being of LGBTQI plus youth and other Americans. LGBTQI. Pause it for a Those second. who attack our community. I mean, that is so outrageous because what she's saying is the exact opposite yeah. of what's actually happening. The reverse of reality. She or they, whatever pronoun she, he, she, or they use, uh, is the one who's denying science mm-hmm. and manipulating everybody else trying to get us to believe that version of science, which is just not reality. And she, by the way, did not say she the, the science was being manipulated. She believe, I believe she said that it was being perverted. Perverted. Which is a perfect yeah, word to describe what is going it? on here. Yeah. And I will say it was hard for me to really get through what she was saying there because she's just so hot the problem here if you're listening on radio i mean that's really superficial stew but i, know, I understand I got, what you're saying i, I gotta admit i understand it. what you're saying we're here telling the truth mm-hmm. we don't want to pervert the right. truth here we do not and you know if you're listening on radio uh, you are not seeing the video along with this and it, to your credit you were probably able to focus on what she was saying yeah i can only focus on how hot she is <laughs> it's the only thing that really connects with me here she's so incredible i mean she puts you know and you're just being honest Kate you Beckinsale know? puts her to shame. Right. Oh. She, she, that, Margot the, Robbie. Margot you, Robbie. You spit on her. Disgusting. Yeah. It actually <laughs> physically sickens me to think about Margot Robbie right now. When I when I consider the beauty of Rachel Levine. It's uh, it, it's it, transcendent. It's transcendent. It is. It really is. Yeah, you're right. I am revolted right. <laughs> by you know Megan by Fox. By thinking of right yeah. Now. Oh man, no. It's disgusting. I it's I disgusting. just threw up in my mouth a little bit. <laughs> so <laughs> yeah, me too. <laughs> All right. Well, that was fun. Uh, Hopefully Glenn returns tomorrow. (laughs) The Glenn Back Program.